You're listening to The Lively Pod. It's 12 Days of Podmas. Let's dive in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to Day 9 of Podmas. Today is a very holiday-inspired episode, so grab a cup of hot chocolate. I have one in a super cute mug that one of my co-workers gave me for our secret Santa. It says, officially a dog mom, or official dog mom, and it's so cute, and so I have my whipped cream, my marshmallows, and just a yummy cup of hot chocolate, so feel free to grab your favorite beverage, maybe you're drinking tea, maybe it's a cup of coffee, or maybe this is just your reminder to go get a drink of water in case you are out and about and have forgotten. So today's episode, we're talking all about how to romanticize your holiday season. So I'm giving you all of my favorite things to do over the holidays with a partner, with a friend, by yourself, with your dog. I know a few of these I have that me, Tucker, and Will will be doing. And so yeah, this is just hopefully going to inspire your holiday bucket list as we get closer and closer to Christmas and the New Year's. The first thing I have on the list is to go see the Christmas lights in your area. I know where I'm from, which is Lexington, Kentucky, they do the Southern Lights at the Kentucky Horse Park, and it's this huge light festival where they have the 12 days of Christmas all in lights, they have uh, Santa and reindeer, and they have a whole special dedicated Christmas channel on the radio that you turn your radio to as soon as you get there that kind of walks you through the park, which is just so fun. And so I remember doing it all the time as a kid. We would always pile in the car You always wanted one of the middle seats, never the back row, because the back row windows are so much smaller, but most of the time I feel like I got shoved back there because I'm the girl, so I have the shorter legs in the family, but that's okay. Just still a little bit salty. It's fine, but this year I want to do it with Will and Tucker because Tucker loves to ride with his head out the window, and so I plan on taking both of them so that we can roll the windows down while we go through super slow, and he can just look at all of the lights, and we can have this fun, cute family of three outing. <laughs> Second on the list is to recreate your favorite childhood Christmas memory together. So whether this be your best friend or your romantic partner, your girlfriend, boyfriend, fiance, wife, husband, and then just enjoy it. You can talk about old memories. It's something to do together. It's typically an activity. And so for me, this is always gingerbread house making or cookie decorating. And so I'm cookie decorating with my best friend. And then I'm also cookie decorating with my entire family on Christmas Eve. And so that's always been my favorite activity. I love eating cookies, I love eating icing, and I love the creative outlet of cookie decorating. And everyone's always having so much fun. Sprinkles go everywhere. It's just something that I always remember doing when I was a little girl. And so it's something that I wanted to bring out every season regardless of who it's with. This also may look totally different for you. Is your favorite childhood memory getting dressed up in matching Christmas pajamas or singing Christmas carols 
or watching a certain Christmas movie. There's so many different things, but recreating it from your childhood just gives it an extra special meaning and also adds a layer of depth that you can talk to your friends or your romantic partner about while you're kind of romanticizing the season, reflecting back, and just enjoying the memories. Number three is to watch a Christmas movie and bake Christmas cookies to give out to friends and staff near you. And so this one is one of my favorite things to do is to bake for people over the holidays. It's such an easy one where you're just showing them that you love and appreciate them without having to feel like you have to get them a gift. And then you want to make sure you get them a meaningful gift if you're going to get them something and then it ends up just adding up at the end of the season. But if you can bake something and turn it into a memory while you're baking, while you watch a Christmas movie or getting into the ho 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 holiday spirit then you also have something to give out, especially to staff or maybe teachers or just, I love to give it specifically to the maintenance men or the desk people in my apartment building because they do so much for us. And I just really think that they go unappreciated most of the time. And so making sure I do this throughout the year too. I honestly bake bread a lot and the recipe that I use to bake bread always makes two loaves. So I try to give one away and eat one. It's just kind of a fun way to get other people involved in the memory making and you just make them feel a little extra special, which I feel like is a lot of what the holidays are about is going that extra mile, showing that little bit of extra kindness that you maybe wouldn't do on a regular basis. Or even if you do do it on a regular basis, you can just put a holiday spin on it. Number four is to become a hot chocolate snob or critic and go around all month long to different coffee shops in search of the best hot chocolate or even best holiday coffee drink if you're a coffee drinker and then rate and share with all of your friends and family. And so you can keep a list on your phone in your notes tab, but just go through all of your favorite coffee shops or even maybe coffee shops you haven't been to and they all have holiday drinks. You can go, they may just be as simple as a white chocolate mocha, but that's totally fine. But I think it would be really fun to do the same drink at every single place. So whether you choose a mocha, which is very standard, or maybe you choose a peppermint mocha, which most places I think would offer. I think I'm going to do it with hot chocolate this year just because I want to try that very standard drink at a lot of places. (laughs) Anyway, but rate them out of 10. You can take pictures. You can post them to your story and be like, tried old school coffee today. Their hot chocolate was an 8.5 out of 10 type thing. And then it also gives your friends and family something to go try and talk to you about, which is always fun over the holiday. You can even do this at home with a bunch of different homemade chocolates. Last year, we did a bacon eating contest which wasn't how much bacon can you eat, but rather we tested out five different pe- five different types of bacon. Everyone thought that they had the best type of bacon that they have at home all the time. And so we did a blind test. My mom was the only one who knew which number bacon was which, and we all tasted them, and every single person voted this brand called Nooski's as number one for bacon. And so it was just kind of this fun 
contest to put on the holidays. It was a fun activity to do. And I think you could do the same thing with hot chocolate, like get a brand from William Sonoma, get Starbucks's hot chocolate, get just the generic Swiss Miss or whatever that is, and just have a hot chocolate drinking contest. See which one comes first, rate and review. Number five is to take a walk in the snow or cold weather with friends, loved ones, or your pet with nothing but vibey music playing like you're in a mu- in a movie. And so I think this could be really fun whether you have it playing from your phone in your back pocket or if you have it in your headphones because you're just walking your dog, but play just Christmas music. Don't listen to anything educational. Don't listen to a podcast. Don't listen to songs that you've already heard. Just listen to Christmas music. And especially if it's cold, bundle up in a sweater and a scarf and just take in your surroundings. You could combine this one with number one of going to see Christmas lights in your area. If there's a neighborhood that does a bunch of Christmas lights or craziness, you could go and walk through that neighborhood with some Christmas music on. But just going out for a walk, bundling up and making it a whole vibe. Number six is to get creative with your gift giving. And so this is something that I really tried to work on this year and something that I'm going to work on even more into next year is I want to start making a list on my phone and whenever somebody tells me they want something or need something, I'm going to write it out in my phone so that I'm getting people meaningful gifts that they actually want. And it just makes it so much special when someone gives you a gift and they're like, I thought of you. This is, of course, something that I've always tried to do is giving people things that they actually want or I think that they'll like, but I really mean what are their hobbies? What are their interests? Like, can you show that you know them on a deep level by getting them a gift that they may have not even thought of that they wanted themselves, but you know them or this aspect about them so well that you can give a gift around that. So for example, my cousin came to visit me in the spring this past year and she brought with her a little gift because she was staying at my house with me and it was a book all about building a business and it was so sweet. It wasn't something like a bottle of wine because she was coming in to visit and that we could drink together, which would have been so special and it's of itself, but she took the added layer of it to know, hey, I'm trying to build my own business. I really like this type of stuff. Why don't I get her a book all about that to invest in herself? And it just meant a lot to me. And so it got me thinking about how I could do this for other people this holiday season. And so getting them something with a personality trait that maybe you or they really, really try to embody is kind of a fun way to go about gift giving. Number seven is to do matching pajamas. This is one of my favorite things about Christmas. If you all do not have the tradition of matching pajamas on Christmas, you need to get it because it is just so cute. My mom has always done that we get a pair of Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve, that we get to wake up in our new pajamas on Christmas morning and do all of the Christmas things Christmas Day. And so I think it would be so fun to do matching pajamas with your entire family. I got Tucker pajamas this year and Will and I have flannel bottoms that match his. And so I already know that I'm going to be that mom because I'm already that mom with my dog the fact that I have matching PJs. And so 
If you're doing Friendsmas this year, definitely get your friends matching pajamas if your family is opposed, because I know some people's families are like, no, that's cringy. I, however, think it's amazing and highly, highly recommend. Number eight is to set up a romantic night of candles, fireside, and just talk. Now, this one's definitely geared more towards your romantic partner, so I'm thinking with Will, my fiance, how I can kind of set up this super romantic night where we can just have candles by the fire and just cuddle up under a heated blanket and just talk about life, talk about what we're learning, talk about our relationship together and just have some intentional quiet time where we can catch up. And so I think that would be a very fun way to romanticize a fun cold winter night. Number nine is to donate toys or adopt a child or family for Christmas where you get their lists. I know in Lexington it's with the Angel Tree and Kelsey and Matt Malicote here in town. There are wedding photographers, but they're super um, involved in giving back to the community, especially this time of year with Christmas. They pair up with the Angel Tree at the Salvation Army and they... I think the Salvation Army just collects all the kids who don't have wish lists or things like that, and they have three things that they are allowed to ask for for Christmas, and they go out of their way to just get them everything in their wildest dream on this list, like hoverboards, bikes, cameras, all of these different things. And so I donated to that this year, but you could always take people and go shopping. I know my mom took James, Ellie, and Kate, who are my nieces and nephews. They all went out to the mall and did a huge shop on all things that they would want if they were getting toys for Christmas. And then they went and donated them together. So it's kind of a fun way to get the whole family involved, especially young ones who can help pick out things for other people. And it just makes them feel special as well. Number 10 is to go on one Christmas theme date a week leading up to the holiday. I think this is a great way to extend the holiday and make it so that it's not just the five days around Christmas or something like that. You can really make it an entire season of fun activities, whether in January that's ice skating one weekend or leading up to Christmas, maybe you do that donation drive together and then go get hot chocolate while you pick out your Christmas tree. Like there's lots of ways to have a Christmas themed date every single week or a holiday themed date all throughout the season, even in January when the winter blues are settling in, I think it's fun to have a winter themed date night because I feel like the winter gets a really bad rap. I know I give it a bad rap because I just always get so insanely cold and I love being outside and it just puts a damper on it when you have to put on so many layers and so I think it would be fun to, even in January and February, go on a date a week that almost celebrates the winter, whether that be staying in and getting all cozy and fuzzy socks and like, your favorite pajamas or going out and doing the whole ice skating thing or going on a walk through your favorite Christmas neighborhood. Like, There's lots of things that you can do specifically off this list already 
that would make a fun date once a week to really spread out the holiday cheer, if you will. Number 11 is to host a friendsmas and make it vibey. I'm so excited. Me and three or two of my best friends, we are all getting together with our significant others and doing a friendsmas. We have a secret Santa going on and we're going to have Christmas cookies and have a fun meal together and do our secret Santa exchange. And so getting together with all your friends, because I know a lot of times Christmas is just a very family event. You're with your family and at least for me and Will, there are so many different activities to be doing with our family all the week leading up to Christmas that it doesn't leave a lot of time to spend time with our friends. And so making this dedicated night to enjoy your Friendsmas, almost like Friendsgiving, but Christmas themed. Number 12, which I've already mentioned several times in this episode, is to go ice skating. I feel like this is quintessential winter date activity is definitely to go ice skating. Even if you're bad, it is so much fun. There was an ice rink where I went to college in Williamsburg that would pop up like right next to campus and it was so fun the ice skating was not the best honestly the ice was super lumpy it was super hard to do but it was so much fun just going with friends to ice skate one day this is your reminder to go do something even if you're bad at it just for the memories Number 13 is to do puzzles by the fireside. I feel like when it's cold, um, it's so fun to just work on a puzzle. Do something busy with your hands that's not on your phone, it's not on your computer, it's not a TV. You're doing something without electronics for a little bit, but you can still have a fun conversation with people while keeping yourself busy and mindful. So a super great meditative activity as well. If you're not into puzzles, maybe try getting into a few this winter when you can't necessarily go outside for some mindful moments. Number 14, and this is the last on the list, is to make your resolutions together, especially if you have a significant other. I think that this is so important to do, whether you make your resolutions apart and then talk about them together, but I just think Being able to grow individually and as a couple is so important. And so almost making a few of these resolutions just for you as a couple. And so I know Will and I this year, one of our resolutions will obviously be to get married, but it will also be to figure out what a marriage looks like for us. What do we want to a marriage to embody? And just focusing a lot on that part of our relationship this coming year specifically. And so making relationship resolutions, making growth resolutions for you guys as you enter a whole new year of dating. I feel like this is a great time to check in and reflect too because check-ins in your relationship are what can make you keep growing together instead of growing apart. 
encompassing these in your time where you're typically taking your time to set your own goals individually, take time to set them with your significant other too. It's such a fun bonding activity and will really help you grow and make this next year even better than before. I feel like it's so cheesy to say that I love Will more every single day, but I feel like this is one of the reasons why is that we just continue to grow and continue to put work into the relationship just like you put work into yourself each year with these resolutions that it really does get better and better and better so you guys these are all of my cozy fun romantic things to do over a holiday season i hope you all got some ideas whether it's for a friend for your significant other or for just you and your dog but these are definitely things that i will be prioritizing this holiday season and i'd love to hear what things you're you all are prioritizing this holiday season and if i missed one of your favorite memories let me know so that I can add it into my routine. Happy Podmas, you guys.